Blog Talk Radio. Lifestyle. 
And uh, if you would go to no blood pressure meds after 11 years, that's no blood pressure meds after 11 years dot blogspot dot com. And what's going to come up is something called blood pressure awareness. And go and check out all of that information. There's a lot of great information there about keeping yourself healthy, uh, about blood pressure, about um, diabetes, all kinds of uh, different types of illnesses, and some things that we can do so that it's very, very possible that we cannot be attacked with these um, illnesses. Also, every Sunday night, uh, I ask that you would listen to us here again on blogtalkradio.com slash a word from God to hear an exciting word from God. Uh, our broadcast starts every Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And a lot of times, most of the times I do the, do the teaching, but sometimes I bring in other uh, men and women of God who have a word from the Lord that I believe will be a blessing to your heart. Uh, last Sunday night's message was entitled about praise and worship. I ask that you would go on to uh, my archives or into uh, my on demand and check that message out. It's an awesome message about praise and worship. The week before that, there's one about restoration from uh, Minister Roderick and B. Watkins. Uh, last Sunday night with praise and worship was Minister Timothy uh, Mitchell. So go on and check those out. There are other teachings on there that I've done. I really enjoyed the one that I did on ceaseless praise. There's one about the Word of God, and there's a great one about the kidnapped mind. So go on and listen to those. If you enjoy the Word of God, if you enjoy learning, if you enjoy good teaching, uh, check out all of the different um um, uh, teaching ministries that I have on the uh, archives or on the uh, on demand. Well, now we're going to talk a little business, and uh, what we're discussing at this time is we're talking about how to structure or how to write a business plan. Now, last week we talked about is your business plan feasible or is your idea feasible? So many of us have an idea about what we want to do, but is it something that's feasible? Is it something that people will want to buy? What type of product or what type of service are you offering? Uh, who are you targeting? Uh, what are you looking for this business to do for you? And what's going to be different about your business? That would make people uh, stop going to an already established, well-known business to come and try you out and who uh, would be a new entrepreneur or a new business owner. So go back in. I, I have another teaching on how to start a business. So go back in and check out those teachings. But today we are going to be talking about telling your story in your business plan. Now, entrepreneurs make a lot of excuses often about writing a about writing a business plan, they say something like, uh, "Why should I write a business plan? Uh, things never happen the way that they were predicted in my business plan. I don't want to waste time planning. I just want to be doing." Now, some of the statements are possibly very, very valid, and some people do well without a business plan. But you should not underestimate the importance of telling your story. Well, what would you say is telling your story? Your story is what you present to investors. To uh, uh, What this does, it helps to assess and it helps to strengthen your business plan. Now, there are two ways to tell your story. The first way is a narrative piece. Why does this opportunity exist, and how do you intend on filling this opportunity? And the second one is the economic piece. This should summarize how your narrative piece turns into profit and into cash flow. Now, telling your story is a key to effectively 
understanding your business and helping you to become successful. So what you're doing is you are making out a plan to show someone this is where I'm going. This is how I plan to get there. And once I get there, this is what I plan to do to bring about the success that I'm I'm very much believing that I'm going to have. Well, first let's talk about the narrative piece. Now, the narrative piece, um, this should detail who your customers will be. This should detail who your customers will be. You should know, you should already have in your mind who your targeted customers are. As I shared on last week, are you looking for a a customer in a certain tax bracket? Are you looking for, um, are you, uh, if you're carrying clothing, let's say, uh, since that's the business that I'm in, are you more on a um, better uh, clothing side where clothing would be a little more, uh, probably a little more expensive, but the quality of the clothing is long-lasting? Or are you on just more affordable Pieces now you can be affordable and still have uh, 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 great material, great quality in your product. That doesn't mean that you have to charge super high prices unless you're going into a uh, if you're going to have um, overhead, you're going into a store, hiring employees, uh, got to take care of this, that, and the other. But if you're like myself, more of an online business. Um, more of a, a door-to-door, uh, e- uh, doing events, uh, doing uh, vendor events as far as, like, um, uh, conferences and and uh, fashion shows and things of that nature. You can do uh, uh, a nice quality piece but still have an affordable price on it. So who are you looking to reach as far as your customers are concerned? Are you Are you going to be doing things that have nothing to do but just with children? Uh, Are you going to be selling children's books, children's products, children's clothing? Are you opening a restaurant? Who are your targeted people? So you have to have a detail on who your customers will be. And you also need to understand why or why they have a problem why are they not buying possibly even from others? Uh, there's a situation going on with the recession and all that. So people aren't buying like they used to. So you need to figure out why are they not buying and even find out why they're not buying from others. Uh, you know that what you sell, the product that you sell or the service that uh, you are trying to uh, bring forth You know that it's a good service. You know that it's a good product. But why is it not selling now? But you're planning on going into business. So is it something that maybe has to do with people don't have money? Uh, Maybe that people are losing their jobs? Uh, Maybe people have bitten off more than they can chew? Uh, Maybe people have too much month and not enough money? There's a reason why. You need to find out what the problem is, and see even why other people aren't doing well with that particular product and see what can you do to uh, solve that that problem. Now, um, what type of trends and or gimmicks are are others using and how will this present an opportunity for you? Now, Are other people just still keeping their prices as they are because they're afraid that if they put it on sale that they're going to lose money? Uh, What is it? Are they doing a buy buy one, get one free kind of thing? What type of of gimmick or what kind of trends, what are they setting, what are they doing uh, that can also present an opportunity for you? 
Now you, because you're a new business owner, it's something new that you're doing, you've got to be one step ahead of everybody else. So that means that you have to go out and you have to begin to research all kinds of things. And that takes us to our next um, uh, piece here in your narrative piece. How will you do research on your prospective customers? Are you going to talk to neighbors? Are you going to talk to friends? Are you going to talk to people um, at your church? Are you going to talk to people at the business? What I did is I just went out and I just began to talk to women. Sometimes I would walk up to a woman and say, oh, this is a gorgeous piece. I'd be in, in somebody else's store. This is a gorgeous piece. Um, this would look beautiful on you. Um, what do you think about this piece? How do you think this looks on you? Um, she would say, you know, oh, the color is wrong, or or I'm too short to wear this, or I'm too, soft, too tall, or my arms aren't right, or I don't have the right build. So I would just kind of listen to what people were saying. I would just go out and do research. Um I would maybe mention the price. I said, you know, this is really nice, but I don't know if I would pay that price. And I would listen to what she would say. She was a customer at another store. And she would say, you know, it's a gorgeous piece, but I just can't afford it. If it was $10 cheaper, you know, I could add that to my budget. So you go out and you do research. You you do research on the computer. Uh, You read books. You talk to people. You go into other stores and see what other people are doing. You listen to other customers when they're talking. Sometimes you don't even have to interject with them. Just just listen, and you find and you will find out all kinds of things. Um, how will you learn of a customer's buying habit? Once again, you're going into research, and then is there a problem? in this particular market right now that you're going into, find out what problems are going on right now in this particular market, in this particular field that you're going to. Uh, Right now there is a, uh, in in the retail field, we all know uh, about Walmart. They are one of the biggest giants in the retail field. Everyone is nervous about Walmart, but Walmart has one thing going for them. They do one-stop shopping, everything you need, 24 hours a day. You can go in there for anything, get your car fixed, get your nails done, get your hair done, uh, do your banking, uh, get your eyes checked, buy groceries, uh, buy auto parts, buy electronics. Everything is in there. They're not failing. Why? Because they're meeting the needs of the people. How are you going to meet the needs? How are you going to see, how are you going to fix the problem that's in your particular field right now? What are you going to do? You look at the best and you follow the best. Next, your story should cover, um, I'm sorry, Your story should cover if your competitor is trying to solve any of these problems in the market. Do you see any of your competitors trying to solve the problems in this particular market or in this particular field that you're in? And then once you get into this field, how do you think you'll be received in this market? Now, some people are already struggling in this market, and here you come doing the same thing. Maybe you're a couple of streets over, but here you come doing the same thing. This person has been in business for maybe 15, 16 years, and here you come and you've been in business for maybe three months. And people are coming in and they're visiting you and they're talking about you and they're saying great things about your business. Now, you have to realize that there are haters all over the world in every area of life, not just church, not just at school, not just in the entertainment field, but also in 
the business field. So it might it might be good for you to go around and meet some of your uh, competitors and talk with them and and you guys do a networking thing. Um, you know, well, I don't carry this particular thing here, but I will send people over to you for this. If you know, well, I don't carry some of the things that you carry. I, you know, begin to make friends with each other. And that way you can help each other out, and it's very, very possible that you will both make money in this market. Next, you must complete your plan showing why customers will come to you instead of others. Why are people coming to you, or why should people come to you instead of others? I'm going to tell you the main key. The main key that keeps customers coming back, and that is excellent customer service. Even when they're yelling, even when they're screaming, you have to have wisdom to know how to calm them down. You may not want to return a product. You may not need to, uh, you know, I mean, maybe they're lying, maybe, you know, uh, about something. But you've got to come up with a way to ease that person's mind. You may have to do a return, even if it's not the norm, just so that they won't go out and badmouth you to others. You want people to come to you instead of coming to others. And the way to do that is excellence of customer service. Remember your customer's name. Always remember them, you know. If it's an older woman or older gentleman, uh, Mr. Smith, how are you today, Mr. Smith? It's so good. You're looking great. You're looking wonderful. You just brighten up my store every time you come in. Oh, Mrs. Walker, we love having you in the store. Oh, sure, you just look around. If you need any help, please call me. You know, we're here to serve you the best way we can. Uh, It's always a pleasure having you in our store. A younger woman comes in. Hi, Jane, how are you today? Oh, I have a, a new blouse I want you to take a look at. Oh, yeah, I have a, I have a, there's a couple I want to show you. I have them in your size. And I believe I have the colors. I do have a new color that I want to try on you today. But remember them by name. Treat them like they're friends. Treat, don't treat them like they're a dollar bill or a $20 bill. But treat them like their family. Treat them like their friends. They're going to tell others. When you make somebody feel important, they will come back. So in your plan, I totally got off of that, but <laughs> you must complete your plan showing why customers will come to you instead of coming to others. Now, you should also include how you will provide your service or product This gives detail on your product and your service and why it is different from your competitors. Now, you and your competitor probably are selling some of the same things, but you need to give in your business plan what is going to be different about your product than the product of your competitors. Okay, You both sell handbags. Your handbags are leather. The other person's handbag is not uh, pure leather. It's made of a synthetic-type material. So you can say we sell the same product, but all of my, my handbags are genuine leather handbags. Now, if someone buys a genuine leather handbag, and you put a a price of maybe $60 on that handbag, and a person down the street is selling that same handbag, but it's not genuine leather, and they're selling it for $29. Within three to four months, that bag is going to tear up, and she's going to have to go back and buy another one. But with your uh, handbags, It is genuine. You did put a little higher price to yours, but it's good quality. And people will always come back for good quality 
merchandise, uh, things that don't tear up easily. So they're going to tell your other friends, their other friends, you know what, go over to this place. They sell an awesome handbag. It's it's a little more costly than the one over on the other side, but I guarantee you you'll be happy with the quality of the handbag. Uh, she keeps uh, matching items with that handbag. She has matching wallets and she has matching keychains and she has matching coin purses. And they will constantly come back and buy more from you because your quality is good and your customer service. Your competitor will be known as cheap and falling apart. Yeah, it's cheap, but uh, it only as soon as I got it home, the zipper broke. I had a strap that broke, and uh, they wouldn't even take it back. You know, they wouldn't give me another one. So you must include how you will provide your service or product. This gives a detail um on your product and on your service and why your product and service is different from your competitors. So there's a lot of things there to uh, look at. Um, Next, your product should not just be, uh, I'm sorry, your product should not just be written to sound better or different than others. It has to be different in a way that customers care about. You have to show this. It's not just talking about it or writing it down, but when you are showing that your item or your product or your service is better or different, it has to be different in a way that concerns customers. You know, you got to find out certain concerns of customers and find out what their concerns and needs are. That, you know, I can just say, oh, I carry a fabulous uh, line of jewelry. But she's going to want to know, first of all, is it going to tarnish? Well, um, fashion jewelry will tarnish, and it will tarnish quickly if you don't take care of it. So what I do is I calm her fears by explaining to her how to take care of her jewelry. There are ways that you can take care of your fashion jewelry, and uh, it will stop the tarnishing, and you can wear your fashionable pieces for a long time. But just to say I carry fabulous jewelry, oh, I carry fabulous rings, oh, I carry uh, pieces at affordable pricing, uh, you can go, uh, it, it looks like Rodeo Drive jewelry, but at affordable pricing. But the customer wants to know, well, I know it's fashion jewelry. Is this is it all sterling silver? Is it 14-karat gold? Uh, but there are ways to... Um, uh, there are ways to take care of silver-plated jewelry and gold-plated jewelry. There are ways to take care of them. So you've got to make it different in the way that the customer cares about. You have to calm their fears. Share with them uh, your knowledge. Let them know that the person that they're dealing with is knowledgeable so that they're like, you know what, I really like, I can go there, I can ask questions, I can find out things that are going to be helpful to me. Now, next, we want to talk about the economic piece. Now, uh, we know that um, a part of telling your story is the narrative piece, and now we're going to talk about the economic piece. And with the economic piece, this piece turns your narrative into a financial picture. This is the part that, you know, when you need uh, investments, you need financial backing, this is the part that the investor is looking at. He is interested in the narrative piece because he wants to know what you're doing, but it's the financial picture how you're going to make money, and how you're going to be able to pay that money back to them. The financial picture, it 
It discusses what startup costs are necessary for capital investments and working capital to begin your operation and where this funding will come from. Now, there are all different types of fundings. Uh, You can uh, uh, use your own funding. But before you use your own funding, I would tell you to at least have a a year's worth of uh, savings saved up so that you can still take care of your bills if you decide to go full-time into this. If you decide to go part-time into this, don't uh save save up money for the business and uh once you uh start your business don't use your regular funds that you use from your household you don't want to take away from your household you want to use the money that you save up to start your business once you start your business uh take the money that you make and put it right back into your business, buy buy your product, buy your your items, whatever it is that you need. Buy it from the money that you made off of the business and put it back into your business. Don't put it in your household, but put it into your business. And once you see where you're making a profit that you can uh, pay yourself a little, then you can add that to your household. But the majority, when you're first starting your first two or three years, it should all be going back into your business. So you can uh, use your savings or you can talk with family members and friends and have them to uh, invest in your business. But you have to come up with a plan to show them how you're going to pay them back and possibly how you're going to pay them back with interest. Um, with a a bank or an investment company or something of that nature, you are going to need a business plan. And you're going to have to sit down and talk with people who know money and explain to them how you're going to make money. And somebody who already knows the business, uh, the money-making aspect of business, you've got to be sharp. You've got to be as sharp or sharper than they are because they're going to be looking at the financial picture. They're going to say, well, you know, how many clothing businesses are there? How many restaurant businesses are there? How many um, uh, uh, child care businesses out there are there? Okay, what's different about yours? How do you know you're going to make this much money? Because it's all a guessing game. So you've got to be on your toes knowing exactly what you're talking about when you present them with the economic side of your business plan. Um, Your business, your economic piece should explain how long it will take for your business to break even. How long is it going to take you to break even? Is it going to be five years, four years, ten years? You've got to know that you've got to be able to project yourself into the future and know. Now, I know of one way that you can know just about anything, and that is putting your business in the hand of God. But everybody is not a Christian, and everybody is not trusting God for their business. So for those of you who may not be a Christian, you've got to sit down again and research and find out how long is it going to take me to get from this point to breaking even, to where I can seriously make a profit, to where I can seriously live off of this business. How long is it going to take me to do that? How long? So you need to have something in front of you telling them point blank, this is how much I'm going to make in the first year, this is how much I'm going to make in year two, and by year eight we should be exactly where we're going to be. But you've got to tell them step by step how you plan on getting there. Uh, You should also show how cash will flow into and out of the business 
and potential methods of improvement or of improvement. How are you going to improve your business? How is um um how how um how will the how will the cash flow be? How is it going to flow in and out of your business? What type of improvements are you going to make to your business? What is going to bring money into your business and what is going to cause money to flow out of your business? You have got to be able to show them something. Show them something that is going to uh, make them feel good about lending you the money. You've got to show them something. It, it, it can't be a wish or a thought. You've got to have confidence. You've got to stand there and talk to them in a way and let them know, look, I mean business. I mean to make a go of this, a serious go of this. I'm gonna I know I'm gonna have to work on it twenty four seven. Uh in this now you do need to though take time out for yourself and out for your family because you don't wanna put the business above everything and you lose the most important part of why you're really doing this and that's for your family. You've gotta take some time. You know, make it a family business. Uh, if your wife isn't working, bring her in. Or if your husband isn't working, bring him in. Or if you have an older child, bring them in and train them on how to do this. Because eventually, if uh, in, uh, in the end, when it's your time to leave the earth, somebody has to take over your business. So... Um, be confident in everything that you do when you're standing or sitting before uh, uh, prospective uh, money lenders that are going to lend you uh, money for what it is that you're trying to do. Both the narrative and the economic need to make sense for the overall story to make sense. Both the narrative and the economic piece need to make sense for the overall story to make sense. Everything has to flow. Everything has to flow. Everything that you write on that page has to make sense to the person that's reading it. So before you uh, give this to someone who um, that you want to present it to, maybe... Uh, uh, take it and, and find a college student that is studying business and let them look at it and let them critique it and see if this makes sense. Because if it doesn't make sense to someone who's uh, um, who's a business major, it's probably not going to make sense to uh, the person that you're trying to borrow money from. So, it has to the, the both the narrative and the economic have to make sense for the overall story to make sense. One mistake that the entrepreneurs makes is a lack of attention to the economic part of the story. It is needed for the bank or the investors to take your plan seriously. You have to make sure that as an entrepreneur, that you pay close attention to the economic part because that is the part of the story that's going to either make you or break you. It's going to either cause you to get the loan or it's going to cause you not to get the loan. Um, Your story needs to have an ending. You've got to end it with uh, on a very positive uh, level, on a very positive note. You you you've got to um, show them when it ends. It's got to end in a um, very positively, not where it seems like it's uh, what you're doing or what you're going to do is going to fail. Uh, your story has to be uh, like a blueprint. It, everything has to be uh, written out. Everything has to be designed a specific way. 
even to how you may even want your store or um, uh, even if it's an online business, uh, how you want it to be online. You it has to be like a uh, it has to be like a blueprint. You need to know what your business will look like when complete, so that you can begin to work on the foundation to get there. You need to know what your business will look like when complete, so that you can begin to work on the foundation to get there. Put some thought into your story. Your story can be very effective if it's worth, and I'm sorry, put some thought into your story. Your story can be very effective. It is worth spending time to develop your story. You do need a business plan. You do need to have something that you can look back on. Sometimes you're going to have to go back in and and tweak it and and put some changes to it. But if you follow everything that uh, you want to follow or everything that you plan that you want to do, then keep going back in. I would say once or, once or twice a month, go in and just look at your business plan and see if things are going uh, in the direction that you thought that they were that they were going in. If they're not, then you go back in and, and figure out what do I have to do to get my business to this level because I should have been past this level a long time ago and I need to be here at this level. So uh, take some time in um, uh, planning your story because it is very effective and it is worth spending time to develop it. Well, that is all that I have for that particular piece today. And uh, we shared on um, telling your story through your business plan. Uh, Next time we will talk uh, about uh, develop and talk about a uh, develop talk about developing and an effective mission and vision statement. How to make an effective mission and vision statement in your uh, business plan. Well, as you know me, I do. Uh, even though this is my business. Uh, Time that I have every Wednesday This is still a word from God And I believe that We can have nothing uh, Without God allowing it To be so And uh, I believe in putting God In every area Of my life My family uh, My job um, Everything He, he, he. Without him there is nothing And I just wanted to share A scripture with you uh, Because we do need the Lord To bless our businesses To put his hand on everything That we are doing And I want you to look at Isaiah chapter 43 And verse 19 And it says Behold I will do a new thing Now it shall spring forth Shall ye not know it I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Some of you are going through some things maybe in your business. Some of you maybe are having some hard times, maybe even thinking about closing your business or not doing it anymore. Maybe you're just a little frustrated with business. But I tell you this, if you will go to God and you will pray and you will seek his face, The scripture says, behold, I will do a new thing. Some of you just have to have something new uh, injected in your business. You just need to, for that right idea, that right business uh, idea, you need something different maybe to sell a new product or a new service that you can add to your business something that's going to revive your business, something that's going to set you on fire, uh, something that's going to cause you to get enthusiastic, something that's going to cause you to uh, 
to get rejuvenated and get back out there and say, you know what, I'm going to make it. I'm really, really, really going to make it. God says, behold, I will do a new thing, something different, something that's never been done before. I'm going to do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. God said, it will happen right now. All you have to do is go to God. All you have to do is trust him. All you have to do is believe his word. He says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? Don't you know who I am? Don't you know that there's nothing too hard for me? Don't you know that I can give you anything? I can help you with anything if you will just turn your life around. Don't let your your business become so much of your life that you don't have any time for God. Because without God, the business probably isn't going anywhere any anyhow. Some of you, you you work so hard to get there that you miss out on all the great times in your life. Uh, He says, I will even make a way in the wilderness, the wilderness, your dry places, uh, places where uh, you, you just feel down and out and you feel like there's nothing there for you. You feel like... Why am I going through this? Why am I putting why why am I putting up that? He said, I will make a way in the wilderness, even when it looks dark, even when it looks dreary, I will make a way, the Bible says. And it says, And rivers in the desert, I will bring life even to the desert. I will bring life to the area that you're going through. I will bring life to your business. Even though you're 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 walking around in the desert, even though you're walking around in, in the wilderness, even though things look hard, I will bring life to your business. I will bring life into uh the wilderness place. I'm bringing you a new thing. It's it's springing forth even now. Don't you see it? Don't you know it? There's life I have for you. There's newness I have for you. There's greatness I have for you. So I pray that that little uh, verse today will be a blessing unto you for the rest of the week, for the rest of your your life. That's Isaiah forty three nineteen. Um, read that. Let it sink into your spirit. Uh, if you're having a hard time in your business, let the Lord bless you. I would like to pray for your businesses today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you and I praise you and I glorify you. And I ask, Lord God, that each and every business owner, Father God, that you will just bless them, that you will allow life to come back into their business. Father God, for those that are doing well, I even pray, Lord God, that you will give them witty ideas and witty inventions, Lord God, that everything, Father God, that each and every person right now up under the sound of my voice might be going through, Father God, in their business, that you will bless it in a mighty way. Father God, let them know that it was done by you, that it was nothing that they did, but it was all done through you. You said that you were doing a new thing. You said that it was springing forth right now. You even asked the question, don't you see it? Don't you know it? And then you said you would make a way. You would make a way in the wilderness, and you would make uh, rivers to flow in the desert. Uh, saying that you would give life unto something that's dry, that you would give life unto something that's dead. So, Father God, I pray that you would just give each and every business owner, each and every listener who has a business on today, that you would just bless them. Let them see that without you, they can't make it, but with you, they can make it. Because the best business partner in the world, Lord, I know, is you. And I just give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Well, we have about ten more minutes. And I just want to uh, 
say to you that we do um, uh, have our our regular show every Sunday night here on blogtalkradio.com slash a word from God every Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time where we preach the uh, uh, the anointed word of God, the uncompromising word, where we share testimonies, where we do discussions. It just depends on how the Lord wants um, the broadcast to go. We are a Bible-believing and teaching ministry, and we thank God for the opportunity to be able to come into the homes, into the cars, on your cell phones, uh, however, your 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 iPads, iPods, whatever it is that you're using through iTunes, whatever it is that you're using to um, be able to hear a word from God. The word of God is very, very essential to our lives. We need the word of God more than we need anything else. And so I ask that you would tune in every Sunday night at 730 and hear a word from God. Um, God is so good. He's so awesome, and he's so wonderful. And I'm just thanking him for each and every listener and how you have uh, just tuned in. Not only uh, do I pray that I'm a blessing to you each week, but I want you to know that you're a blessing to me as well for coming on, tuning in, and listening to the show. It makes me feel so awesome to know that I have someone out there that is listening to me from, you know, to hear your encouraging words and your encouraging comments. It is such a blessing. If you want to write to me, my email address is a word from God 3 at aol.com. Again, that is a word from God 3 at aol.com. And uh, also I want to encourage you to go to my different uh, blogs, uh, my different affiliates. I talked with you earlier about marketinfo1.blogspot.com. I also mentioned um, uh, no blood pressure meds after 11 years.blogspot.com. Go on and check those out. Uh, you will truly be blessed. There's another one on the black church today. There's one for senior citizens, uh, all kinds of wonderful um, uh, blogs there. Also, I have one, a word from God. I'm sorry, a word from God, one.blogspot.com. And then I have another one, which is partners, partners in business one dot blogspot dot com. I have we have so many. I have to try to remember each and every one of them. I also do sell clothing. My uh, clothing company is Lady Be Lovely Fashions. Uh, I am working on my website still. Uh, we have a new website that we're putting up, and um, we do sell women's clothing. Uh, we sell uh, jewelry, handbags, uh, hats. I am trying to get into the market of shoes. So I do want to be your one shop stop uh, one one shop stopping place <laughs> to uh, meet all of your clothing and uh, jewelry needs and uh, tips and all kinds of wonderful things that I plan to do. So uh, I pray that you did learn something today that you uh, enjoyed. Um, the things that were shared on the show today. I pray that it was a blessing to you. As I said earlier, if you are a business owner, uh, you have a ministry, if you have a CD out, if you have a uh, book out, and you want to let the world know that you're out there, please uh, email me at a word from God 3 at AOL.com and uh, go on to a word from God dot web dot com to get all the pricing information. You can go to the ad and to the advertisement cost page and it will give you the pricing information. I would love to be able to interview interview you on the show 
that whole day would be devoted to you. Uh, you can pay through PayPal, uh, so you, you would be very secure in your payment. Um, just please give me, um, just um, email me and let me know if this is something that you would like to do. You would be able to uh, talk on the show anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. It would be a blessing to you. It would stay in my archives. It will stay uh, on my on-demand so that people uh, can always go on and listen from all over the world. And um, so I pray if that's something that you would like to do, that you would email me. Again, a word from God 3 at AOL.com. Well, I want to say thank you for tuning in today. It has been a a awesome blessing just sitting and talking and sharing with you today about business. Uh, I am your hostess, Rebecca Collier Hagler, and saying until next time, please have a great and have a wonderful and blessed day. Tune in again with us on next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and, and again on Sunday nights at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. God bless you and have a wonderful and an awesome day.